listeners. I'm Irene Barton, Executive Director of the Cobb Collaborative, and I welcome you to Mind Your Mind Speaks. This is a podcast series that brings together subject matter experts, community leaders, and local stakeholders to raise awareness, share resources, and inspire action through recorded conversations about the Cobb Collaborative's focus areas. Today, we are delighted to welcome Denise Zarnick to our program. Denise is the Executive Director of the Public Safety Foundation, which we'll talk about a lot today. And before we do that, I'm going to summarize Denise's bio and then invite her to add a few words if she would like to. Denise has worked for the past 30 plus years in a variety of positions, starting out in the health field, in the medical field, moving on to uh, corporate hiring and investigation to her present role as the executive director for the Smyrna Public Safety Foundation. Denise became active with the foundation in January of 2018 as a board member, and then, um, oh, she did what we all do as volunteers. Um, In 2019, she became the secretary, right? And then in 2020, she accepted the executive director position. She is also currently serving on the Smyrna Business Association Board and has been an active board member with Atlanta's 101 Best and Brightest Companies. Denise also serves in church, women's groups, children, and couples ministries. Denise and her husband, Rob, moved to Georgia from Michigan in 2017 with a former employer. She and Rob have been married for 34 years and are the parents of two sons who are both married. One lives in Germany with his wife and the younger son and his wife reside in Baltimore. Denise became a first-time grandmother this past August, and her favorite pastime is playing with their two German shepherds and watching hockey. Um... I guess that's the native Michigan in you coming out, Denise, right? (laughs) That would be. That's absolutely correct. (laughs) So what an impressive resume. Anything else you'd like to add to that? Oh, I think you covered it it good. You explained it well. Um, I would just say that um, it's been a joy that getting the opportunity to move here and get involved in the different nonprofits and, and with Cobb Collaborative and and uh, seeing how myself as a person has grown significantly um, through the interactions of the different nonprofits and, and just the opportunities that I've been blessed with. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, one thing that I love about your resume, Denise, is there's a parallel to mine. We both have corporate experience. Um, I worked in corporate banking for a number of years, took a hiatus when my kiddos were young, and then through a kind of a long and winding path ended up in the nonprofit world. And you're a little bit like that too, in terms of wanting to get involved in your community and make a difference and, and look at you now. Yeah, (laughs) it definitely is a change. It's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, well, Denise, thank you again for joining us on the show. You are so passionate about your work at the Smyrna Public Safety Foundation. And can you tell us a little bit more about what the foundation does? Maybe start with its history and then bring us up to speed to 2023. 
Sure. Um, so Smyrna Public Safety Foundation was founded back in 2009. Um, our firmer, former uh, Chief Acre had um, a vision of this nonprofit starting. And the purpose was to have a platform that could support um, the way the Smyrna Police and Fire Departments interacted within our community. And one of those programs was with Shop with a Hero, and they needed a nonprofit, a platform that they could help get out into the community, reach out into the schools and serve some children that might not um, have an opportunity to see Christmas or enjoy the holidays. Um, and then also in the areas of uh, benevolence. There's always been a need to have a foundation that would support police and fire in times of disasters, right, or in times of tragedies. And so Smyrna Public Safety Foundation was created to support our police officers and firefighters who may have been injured in the line of duty, um, may have lost their life in the line of duty, or have suffered um, illnesses uh, through themselves or even their families. And so the foundation is, was there to support and provide the tools and financial means that these first responders may need. Excellent. And then that um, continues um, today, right? Um, so let's talk the first Pers uh, program you mentioned was Shop with the Hero. And I know that that's one of your favorites. It's a lot of work, but definitely worth it. Can you talk about that program? Absolutely. Um, it is one that's near and dear to all of our hearts. Um, it's a day that we set aside uh, to serve the community children within the Smyrna Elementary Schools. And so what we do is we first set up, uh, set up the program to serve a few schools as budget would allow. Um, the program has grown significantly. And last year, um, I'm so excited to announce that we were able to add additional schools. Um, so we had went to, uh, we, we serve eight elementary schools within Smyrna. Wow, that's a lot. Schools. It's it's a growing process. There's so many more schools that we would like to add and like to, to reach out further. But this is an opportunity that we reach out to the school counselors, um, to their social workers, to the principals, and ask them to select families. Um, that need additional support during the holidays. Um, we do not choose those students, but we give each school the opportunity to select 10 students. And what the foundation does is we raise funds throughout the year that will provide each child with a $250 gift card at Walmart. We will take them shopping with a first responder. So it's exciting that, you know, our police officers and firefighters in Smyrna live for this day. They can't wait for it. So a lot of them come in on their day off uh -huh. and they will even bring their spouses with them and they will shop with these children. Um, and then also Metro Atlanta Ambulance is another um, source of, of of a first responder that serves these children as well. And, and they're always knocking at my door. Hey, when's the date? When do we get to join you? Um, so it's an exciting day. Last year was the biggest day that we have served um, in children amounts. Um, mm -hmm. We found 87 children. Okay. Needed support. Um, so we went shopping that day. And then after we have a uh, lunch holiday celebration for them, we take them back to either community center or a local church. Um, this year we used a life, a Smyrna Life Church, and we were able to provide um, a warm lunch 
um, Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus were there, so they were able to capture <laughs> pictures. And then our community steps in and provides additional snacks and treats for these children to celebrate. And then at the end of the day, they're sent back to the school and each child takes home a holiday meal kit. And this will provide them with a full meal um, for them to sit down as a family and enjoy a dinner together. Wow. So not just the shopping extravaganza, but the um, the goodies and the, the love and support really um, continues yeah. throughout the entire holiday season. Wow. I bet I bet that's a bring the box of tissues kind of day. <laughs> it is. Um, you know, the, the police officers and firefighters have such a good time with these children, but it gives them an opportunity, the children, to see what it's like um, to be with what we call our heroes, right? Mm -hmm. Their everyday life. Um, right. It's something they enjoy doing to serve, but it's a way that these children can hopefully birth a desire to one day be a police officer mm -hmm. or be a firefighter. Mm -hmm. And it's through them seeing the, the giving and the hearts of these individuals serving them that, you know, I, it, it does, it, it brings tears to your eye, your eyes. You'll hear these students say, you know, this was the best day ever. You know, Aww. we feel like we're being treated like we're at a first class hotel. I mean, <laughs> the, the things that come out of their mouths are just amazing. But I think in turn, where we think it's a day that we're being able to bless children, in turn, really, they're blessing our lives. Yes, they're having an impact on us. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, I think it's all about normalizing the relationship, too, between law enforcement, first responders, and our very diverse community that we have in Smyrna, right? Absolutely. So, all right. So, um, unfortunately, we know tragedy does impact our first responders, both um, police and fire. Can you talk about some of the things that you've, um, that the foundation has done to support those individuals as well as those families since you've come on board? Absolutely. Um, so, Back in 2020, I joined, like you had mentioned, as mm -hmm. executive director. Um, coming into that year uh, was, was a year of tragedy. Um, back in April, we lost one of our police officers um, in an accident, and it was to a DUI. Mm -hmm. And so back then, I was a board member, but it was the support in the foundation reaching out to the community, um, and, and standing with that family who, uh, suffered the loss, but not only standing with that family, it's standing with our police officers, right? It's coming into the police station and, and being there, be, being a quiet partner, right? Mm -hmm. But allowing them to see that the support is there. And it's through the relationships that we have throughout the community that different companies, different residents will reach out to us and ask how they can have an impact and serve our police officers or firefighters during a trying time. But not only, you know, tragedy of loss, um, the, as we went through these last couple of years with COVID, we've had police officers and firefighters experience times that they've had to be away from work due to sickness mm -hmm. um, and, and not being able to uh, be at work for a period of time. Some have been hospitalized and that's where the foundation jumps in and, and, and helps um, maybe with some additional financial needs that they may have, bringing in meals, um, helping uh, family members come in town to actually support their 
families that have been sick. Um, so I think that that's where we're here, um, you know, to raise funds for the Benevolence Fund, to give back to those that have given so graciously to us to keep us safe, but also to provide resources. And, you know, I think our partnership between the foundation and Cobb Collaborative, um, it has been key in mental health issues. Um, we've experienced losses due to suicide. We've experienced, you know, going through tragic times. And I think finding a partnership like with Cobb Collaborative, who's going out there, uh, uh, applying for grants, perhaps providing trainings that we can bring our police and firefighters to um, is key. Um, I, I know that the police officers and firefighters have pre appreciated those connections and the resources that we have offered and the additional trainings. And I think that's what's so important about having a foundation to support these men and women is going out there and doing the legwork and bringing back resources that are valued to them and provide them with you know, some additional help. So true. And thank you, Denise, for mentioning our partnership. And we are so pleased that we're going to be partnering with you uh, to host a mental health first aid for fire EMS at the Smyrna Community Center in April. We hope that that, well, we are confident it will be well attended for all of the reasons that you mentioned. You know, we all, one of the purposes of our Mind Your Mind campaign, mental health awareness campaign, is to um, raise awareness and reduce stigma. And we know, unfortunately, that everyone, but particularly law enforcement, can have a stigma around that. I think things are getting better in that regard. Um, and certainly the leadership of both Smyrna Police and Smyrna Fire, who are really regionally recognized as real leaders in their respective sectors, um, help to contribute to that. So, Denise, you have the opportunity and the privilege to get to know some of our first responders on a um, not only a professional, but also a, a little bit of a personal basis. What's one thing that you've learned that you think people would find surprising about our first responders? I'll tell you what, there's so much I have learned. Really? And, uh, there's so much that they have awed me at and, you know, their love and compassion but I, I, I would say different times that we've offered tours um, through the fire department and coming up to the um, police uh, training center. But I think where I have seen the community um, more shocked at is the continuing education that is required. Mm. Um, each one of our firefighters are required to be certified um, as an EMT. Mm -hmm. um, and that requires an additional, you know, anywhere from uh, nine to 12 months of additional uh, training. And then um, a lot of the firefighters, probably over 80% of these firefighters will go forward with re uh, getting their paramedics um, certification. Um, so I, I would say the, the additional um, educational piece um, even in the police department, both departments, they strive for excellence, right? They strive mm -hmm. for the integrity and, and, and that passion, but they want to um, um, encourage the growth educationally wise um, so that they can grow in their career, right? But not mm -hmm. only in their career, in their personal life, right? And so the leadership programs that they offer, but I, I would say our citizens would be you know, surprised at how much 
more time they are in, um, involved in training. Um, and then something that's fun about them that I know you said one, but one thing that's no, fun yeah. about them is their entrepreneurship. Um, a lot of these men and women serve together with their spouses and, oh. and they do exciting and fun things on the side. So that that's been really fun watching them as, as they grow um, their employment um, outside of it, um, just because of their passion to serve the community, but also, you know, to have something with their spouses and, and to do something extra fun. Um, so that's, I, I would say, Absolutely. <laughs> Can you give us any examples? Is it like crafty things, things with your so, hands? Or? Yes, some of it is. Um, some of it's woodworking. Both police and fire have got uh, officers and firefighters that enjoy building um, they enjoy whether it be furniture, um, making the wooden flags, um, somewhat like what we sell. And then the probably the favorite is King of Pops. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> they enjoy the King of Pops. And it, it's it's so much fun to see the husband and wives out there together and, and just enjoying their weekends and and giving back to the community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, that is so good. I'm so glad you mentioned that. So yeah. something that, yeah, you're right. We, we don't think about <laughs> Um, you've, Denise, you've mentioned the community support uh, a couple of times, and I know how much you value that. But what about for people who would like to be involved, would like to support this, um, your, your work and the first responders? Is there an opportunity for people to either volunteer and or to support the foundation? Absolutely. We are always looking for volunteers and that can be, you know, we have a golf tournament that's coming up in April and we need additional help, additional hands and feet um, in serving that day. Um, and then shop with a hero. Like I said, um, it's a full day and it takes many hands to be at Walmart to help with the shopping, to help with bagging um, and then helping at the community center with the lunch. So there's many programs that we offer that we can bring in volunteers that will support us and support the police and fire, um, even through programs that the police and fire department offer. Coming out and being a participant and being active in those programs like Citizens Police Academy um, mm -hmm. or um, the CERT program. There's mm -hmm. different programs that each department offers that brings awareness and shares with you what each department does and how together it makes us stronger. And brings the community some involvement in on how they can actually help um, the police and fire departments maybe during a natural disaster. So there's there's many ways I would say reach out to me. You can reach me at our website, www.smyrnapsf.org um, or denise at smyrnapsf.org. You can email me, love to hear from you. And then also there's ways that you can um, support financially in kind donations. Um, you know, we have police officers and firefighters that go out into the street and reach out to the community and you know, whether it's playing basketball with them or just interacting with the mm -hmm. teenagers, the middle schoolers, we like to provide them with snacks um, mm -hmm. and water that they can hand out. So there's ways that, you know, we support out in the community that way. Um, you know, they're, they're a great group of men and women that love, genuinely love their community. Um, some will drive over an hour just to get to their job, but they're here to, to serve their community and they call Smyrna their home. Yeah. 
Wonderful. Well, we will drop all that contact information in the show notes. So hopefully you will you will be overwhelmed by not only in-kind um, donations, also monetary donations, as well as volunteers. You know, a lot of times people need to experience something once hands-on, maybe see it, and then they're, they're all in after that, right? So sounds like some wonderful opportunities throughout the year. And you, sometimes you'll do a um, I don't want to call it a pop-up event because you've planned it, but you'll you partner with Smyrna businesses um, mm-hmm. to do some fundraising. I think in the past um, with a wine store in the mm-hmm. um, Village Green, so we can probably look for additional opportunities like that throughout the year, right? Absolutely. So um, the Vineyard Wine Market has been an outstanding support to Smyrna Public Safety Foundation helping us with fundraisers. And then also last year, for the first time, we did a car show and uh, it was Hot Rods and Heroes. And we are looking to bring that back. Um, It's just a fun way that we reach out to the community, reaching the younger, the, 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 the middle-aged and the older, (laughs) Um, and we all come together and we have a riot and, and um, it's, it's fun. It's a fun way to raise money, Mm -hmm. but, and also another way that we're able to get the community interacting with our police officers and firefighters and getting to know them as people and seeing how much of a love they have and they are ready and willing to give back. Ah, wonderful. Uh, Well, we look forward to advertising those opportunities as as we see them and participating. So Denise, as our time together draws to a close, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to share? Oh, I believe we covered so much. Again, I can't um, say thank you enough to Cop Collaborative. Um, you have truly been a support to the men and women. And I'll never forget, you know, my first week on, um, I knew who to call and I knew Irene. (laughs) And um, as you mentioned, both coming up, both of us coming from corporate, there's a lot of the unknowns that you, when jumping into the nonprofit arena and what you need to know and, and how you go about, you know, meeting the needs of that nonprofit. And if I could say anything, if there's a nonprofit out there listening to this podcast for the first time, or, or you've listened a few times, but you really or not sure what direction to go with your nonprofit, reach out to Cobb Collaborative. They are a great partner. They have provided me with so many resources that that really helped us as a foundation um, grow and and, and really go out into the community more and, and get a better understanding of what the needs are. So I would say that that's probably what I would like to end this conversation with is, <laughs> is your support and what you have done to better Smyrna Public Safety Foundation. Aww. Well, thank you so much um, for those very <laughs> kind words. Listeners, I promise that was not rehearsed. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was all spontaneous. <laughs> so, but we do really appreciate it. And, and that's why we're here, right? To help other organizations fulfill their mission, vision, and values to uplift our entire community, Smyrna and beyond. So Absolutely. Well, um, thank you so much for joining our program today. It's been a delight to learn more about the Smyrna Public Safety Foundation. We'll look forward to dropping all of this good information in the show notes so that people can contact you and get involved and continue to strengthen and lift up the first responders, our police 
people, policemen, police force, and um, firefighters and first responders here in Smyrna. So thank you. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And listeners, thank you for tuning in today. And to be sure that you don't miss any future episodes, please subscribe to our Mind Your Mind podcast. Also, we ask that you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Please tune in next time as we continue to empower and engage our community through conversations about important and critical issues that our residents are dealing with. Until next time, please stay well. And remember, there is no health without mental health.